welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our experiences of language learning with you, as well as stories of other Australians and a few international guests who love learning, working with and communicating using other languages. I'm Penny. And I'm Beck. And today we actually have an international guest with us. Hello. And it's somebody who you've heard on Language Chats before. Lindsay, welcome back. Hello, pleasure to be back. Um, so good to have you as always. Um, Lindsay Williams is with us today and we're going to be talking about a very special event close to all of our hearts, um, which is coming up again very soon for the sixth time, fifth time, fifth time, for the fifth time. Um, I can't even believe it's been, there have now been five editions of Women in Language. No. I bet you can either, Lindsay. <laughs> It's wild. And uh, you know when you go through um, like the Facebook memories thing and it's now got to the time of year where I see all these little reminders of like what I was doing <laughs> at various points each year. <laughs> so the first year it happened, I was um, in Cusco in Peru. And so I got one this morning that was like, does anyone know how to get to Machu Picchu? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that was women in language time. <laughs> Oh, lovely memories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's close to our heart back too because um, March 2018 was when we first came across each other through women in language. It sure was. Which is exciting too. Now, we won't, we won't assume that, okay, we've already just been talking, I suppose, like everybody knows what women in language is. <laughs> um, so for, for some of you there, we have talked about women in language on this podcast before, um, and we'll pop that um, episode from last year in the show notes, just in case you want to go back and hear our chat last year. Um, but this year, and for this year's upcoming event, Lindsay, could you tell us, in a nutshell, what Women in Language is for anybody who hasn't heard of it before. And also, how is this year how is this year different to previous editions of Women in Language? Mm, absolutely. So Women in Language is an online event. We've always been online, even way back in 2018 when we started, pre-pandemic. Um, an online event for everyone who loves language. And it's really designed to champion, celebrate and amplify voices of women, trans and non-binary people in, in the world of language, whatever that may be. So we have people who are learning languages, we have people who are teaching languages, we have people who are raising their children with languages in various circumstances. We have um, academics and translators and linguists and interpreters, all sorts of, you know, perspectives essentially on an aspect of language and that's one of the things I love is that you know this has never been just an event of like every speaker speaks 1700 languages and is like terrifyingly kind of intimidating like it's really not that at all um and that's not to say that our speakers aren't incredible I just mean that it's not about like polyglotness in in a certain extent you know we're very broad in terms of, of um, topic and we always have um, three or four uh, like channels we call them <laughs> to help guide each year with roughly what we're going to be talking about each time um, so this year we've got perspectives was the word that that kept coming we kept coming back to so we settled on new perspectives um, re in brackets connected perspectives and parallel perspectives as well and you know, those 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 kind of topic headers, we always say to, to speakers and to people applying to speak, 
it's open to interpretation. What does that mean to you? There's no, there's no rule. There's no expectation of you have to talk about this thing in this topic. We want that interpretation to come and be present at the event. And in fact, that is something that you asked what was different this year. Well, we've always before reached out to people that we want to hear from. And there was there was good reason for that. Number one was we were a small new event <laughs> in the very beginning, of course. And number two is that, you know, we recognized there's a lot of very, you know, respectable male voices in, in the language learning space in particular. And that's wonderful. Why are there less or why were there, I, I should say, um, you know, less sort of female voices being heard in that space saying, hey, I speak these languages too. Here's my story. And one thing that we thought is, well, it's harder to put yourself forward to speak at an event, for example, if you don't see some kind of reflection of yourself in the people already doing that, in the people already up there on that stage. And so in the beginning, one of our real drives behind doing this event was really to inspire and to say to people, we want to hear from you. (laughs) Come and tell us what you have to say. Um, And then it got to the point over the years where people began to reach out to us and to say, I want to put myself forward to speak at this event. And we're like, yes, this is is what we wanted. This was part of the the drive behind it. So this year, for the first time, we did things differently in that that respect. We opened up to applications. we had many more applications than we could um, possibly accept, which is <laughs> a shame because they all sounded so good. Um, but we do have a wonderful lineup of speakers, as always. That bit has remained the same. That's that's really amazing because I think having attended um, each of the conferences and, and the same with you two, Beck, that um, A, we can definitely attest that the quality of speakers is amazing and just you know the breadth of experience and also where people are from I think that's also really important too that it's not you know an English dominant UK North America kind of event it is a much more broad base than that um and just the, the environment that you've created during the event is just has been amazing and I think everyone who's been and involved would, would say the same too. Um, was that something that you and I know you've got two co-organisers as well, um, was that something that you purposely set out to do when you first came up with this amazing concept that you wanted the environment to be super supportive, super inclusive and just, you know, give the heave-ho to anyone who wanted to to be involved. Was that something so front of mind? I think it was. And it's funny because, you know, if, if you say, okay, our speakers are going to be female, non-binary, trans speakers, you, you essentially you've already kind of what you've done there is you've 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 limited it you could say right and you've you've narrowed rather than broadened and diversified but within that we wanted to ensure that there is as far as possible a level of diversity and there's definitely you know there's definitely still um i would say majority um english native speaker pre- presenters um absolutely because all three of us are English native speakers, two of us in the UK, one of us in the US. I think that's that's bound to, to happen. But it is one of the reasons why we started by 
reaching out to people because we wanted to try and broaden that perspective that we were all going to be able to hear from and learn from. Um, And yeah, like I say now, you know, this year without intentionally reaching out in that same way and having people apply instead, I'm still quite proud of the fact that we have speakers from non 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 native english speaking countries um who have applied and who are putting themselves forward and who are speaking in you know we've got presentations in uh kind of bilingual presentations in various languages um but yeah it's it has it has always been something that i've definitely been aware of as we've you know done this event over so many years and how many speakers do are there going to be this year in the event this year (laughs) so every year I always try and remember the exact number (laughs) I never quite can I'm pretty sure that this year the number on the spreadsheet I want to say it's over 20 it's like 20 to 25 okay I think if you include panelists I think we're at 24 25 yeah I should know the exact number this is terrible (laughs) put me on the spot like that (laughs) 20 to 25 different perspectives different lived experiences different ways of living and learning and enjoying language um Mm. I think that's such a it's such a cool thing and like you said before because this was an event that was online before online events became Mm. a thing at all um it's, it's so cool looking back on it now and remembering the earlier editions of this because I remember even thinking then how cool it was that anyone could take part from anywhere, that you didn't have to have the means to travel to a conference, for example, um, or even really like sometimes not even the time because it was like you could you could watch it on playback, like you could, you know, tune into videos afterwards if you couldn't see it live. But if you had the ability to be there in the right time zone at the right time, then you could also, you know, or stay up in the middle of the night, which is also what some of us did just to make sure that we could see them live. People do it. Yeah. Into it. Um, <laughs> but that is, it's such a cool aspect of, of the whole event being that accessible to everybody. Yeah. And that like talking, you know, going back to that point on sort of diversity and broader perspectives, that definitely was was one of the big advantages from the beginning for us was that, you know, if you host an offline event, um, again, you automatically limit who is who is available and and to, to, to attend that because of the means of cost and time and travel and all of that stuff. Um, visas, you know, there's a lot of added layers of complication um, for attendees and for us as well <laughs> if we were to to organize an offline event like I said that first year um, I was in Peru Kirsten was in the UK Shannon was in the US we were like three time zones kind of <laughs> and we've always joked that we need one of us one year to go to Australia so we can be like boom 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 <laughs> just really <laughs> Do cover, it! cover the world I love that <laughs> I love that too. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get it. You put your hand up for that one. Yes, do it. Absolutely. I think we all have. It's it's going to be quite, quite a scrap to uh, if that ever comes up. You just let us know. We'll, we'll put you up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that saves. That saves the cost. That's easy. That's easy done. Oh, how fun! But one of the things that we wanted to, I guess, highlight as well um, in talking to you about this, this great event, is this beautiful sense of community that has developed through Women in Language. Um, And I I do feel like every year that we have both attended this event, 
people always come out of it and say how nice it was connecting with all of the people who attended, mm-hmm. um, which is not the first thing you would think of when you think about an online event because, you know, I suppose people don't expect that, you know, you're all kind of at home and in front of your screens and you're, you're still in your space. Um, but every single time everyone walks walks out, not literally walking out, they, they come out of the event, I suppose, they log off <laughs> and they say, wow, wasn't that a great community that I met within within that environment? Um how, why is that so important, do you think, to the event? And why is also community so important for, for the world of language? Ooh, very good questions. Okay, so in terms of the event, first of all, I think it was kind of accidental in the beginning. Like it was never, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a, a big intention of mine, at least, to sort of foster such an incredible community around the event. It was more a case of well, under each video, we could have a live chat um, and we can have a Facebook group. So if people have any extra questions, if they want to connect, they can do it. That was kind of it. And that's always been kind of it in terms of what we've done to do that. So it's we, we actually that's I should I should say we do have a couple of other things. So like um, in recent years, we've added uh, speakeasy sessions, we call them, they're open language exchanges. So there's always two or three of those happening at each event. We have our people bingo, which this year is slightly different. It's a scavenger hunt this year. Um, But that's a chance again to, you know, to connect, like it might be something like a Virgo learning Spanish or (laughs) um, an Australian learning Japanese, you know, or um, find someone who loves knitting, just random things that you can have an opportunity so when you're in those live chats before the session begins or when you're in the Facebook group after all the sessions have ended in a day you can be you know sort of actively reaching out to to connect so there's these small little elements that we've added but mostly if I'm 100% honest the community is not (laughs) was not us (laughs) that was everyone else just being so excited to be part of it and I I guess you know I I I thought in the beginning with women in language I just thought International Women's Day is coming up been at a couple of events not long before where there'd been you know all my all all male panels um apart from a mother (laughs) um so it's like okay so if you want to be on the panel you have to be involved in motherhood is that is that the way that females get onto panels okay interesting and then I was invited to a panel that was all males and me okay cool so I'm the token female great good to know and just these little things that had happened and you know that's not you know we we love all language events that go on um but there were these things that were going on and it was like hmm maybe International Women's Day coming up it would be a great thing just to celebrate and showcase look at all these amazing women in language right and I didn't realize quite the potential impact and the necessity I guess for the event until it happened and until people were creating the community that evolved out of it and I think that has been really important in terms of the event living beyond a few days in March every year um you know, the impact of that has been just like breathtaking to see. There's there's Facebook groups that are like 
women in language German learners or, <laughs> you know, women in language crafters clubs and things like this. Um, and that's so, so, it, it just makes me so happy to, to see that the, there's sort of sub communities within the wider community. And I think the importance of that is that, like I said at, at the very beginning, when you see yourself reflected in someone else, whether it's on a stage or whether it's in a Facebook group, if you know, oh, this person likes crafting, so do I. They like languages, so do I. Maybe you know we can do this thing together. It's 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 so important in a world where you know the internet can be such a source of isolation, but it can also be a source of connection, and it is now a very integral part of our lives. So we can either choose to use it to isolate ourselves or we can choose to use it to connect with others. And I'd rather go for the second one. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Um, I think you and, and Kirsten and Shannon should be extremely proud of, of what you've created. And and even if this 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 idea of the community wasn't an intentional thing that you set out <laughs> to do, I mean look what you've created and look what's become of it. It's just amazing. I'm sure if you ask Kirsten, she would say, oh, yeah, community, yes, definitely. <laughs> Goal number one, definitely she would. <laughs> well, that's the benefit of working in a team, right? Everyone, it is. Everyone's got different hats to wear. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, community is also something that's, you know, really important to Beck and I. So I think that is why, you know, we love, you know, being involved with women in language and going along and supporting it as much as we can because we know the power of people getting together and sharing ideas and just being with people that have similar interests to you and also thinking, ah, oh, I'm not the only one that, you know, is crazy and wants to learn these five mm -hmm. languages. And it's just really nice even if you meet someone who's, you know, from 10,000 kilometres away who's <laughs> he's like, oh, that's nice. She exists over there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so from from all of us language lovers in Australia, we got to give you guys a big thank you for that for sure. Yeah, thank you. And the the sense of community, I think it's it's so interesting to see how comfortable people become when when they do kind of find each other, I suppose, at something mm. like this. Um, like there is really a sense of kind of without, without being like without exaggerating too much there really is a sense of strength I think in finding that there is a group of people who have a shared interest as you but there is this joint like joint enthusiasm and and what you were saying before about how I guess even even though it may have been a bit unintentional that you know you guys just put in kind of the framework to allow mm -hmm. for people to be able to interact with each other but once they did start interacting with each other the, the comfort and the security and the the enthusiasm that grows in that space is like really quite remarkable. And as somebody who absolutely lives for the live chat in um, Women in Language when it's on, <laughs> is like, seriously, it is so good <laughs> and so fun. It's such a fun way to engage with not only the the speaker but also all of the people who are watching at the same time and like mm -hmm. if, if anybody who hasn't been a part of this before um this is not heckling um the live chat is uh is very much a space where people can kind of 
comment or um, I guess ask questions sometimes, but also bring up amongst the community of people who are watching when they think that something is interesting or when they have something else to share. And like, yeah, there's, there's something very, very, very beautiful about that. There is because it's something that doesn't exist in a quote unquote real life face-to-face offline event right because you're sat in the room and you're being quiet and you're listening to the person at the front speak and if you were to go oh that's really interesting actually I this happened to me and I can relate because blah 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 blah, people would be like uh excuse me shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah but with the live chat you know you get that space to to kind of comment and contribute and it becomes a real collaborative um like session every single time and we have now an, a, a difference that I think last year was the first year we made um I think actually it stemmed from 2020 I think we had one speaker who at the last minute couldn't present live or something the internet was bad and we thought hmm and they and what they did is pre-recorded the video and then sent that to us just in time so we had something to play and we thought maybe that's a good option. You know, if people are a bit nervous, if maybe internet isn't as reliable, we can allow that as an option. And it worked really well. So we've brought that back as well this year that some talks are pre-recorded. But what we didn't want is we didn't want this to just be an event online where day one, boom, here you go. Here's a load of pre-recorded videos for you to watch. We didn't want that at all. So they every session, even if it's pre-recorded, still has a live time. And we ask that our speakers still join that hour live so you still get to meet them in the introduction you get to ask your questions at the end and during the pre-recorded video because they're not presenting they're normally in the live chat so they're there they're you know if you have questions as you go some speakers are there and they're answering and (laughs) interacting with you it's really cool so that's a that's another thing that's not this year a change but recently but yeah you're right the the chat always blows me away we just we take a step back now (laughs) we can't can't keep up in the in the first couple of times so were you ever worried that people would be a bit disruptive in the chat like because that's the thing I guess because it's not actually people (laughs) talking like that so they're not they're not really disrupting anything but did you ever worry about people being um probably uh not being on necessarily their best internet behavior (laughs) in the live chat (laughs) you know you would think, right? But I don't think that it was ever a worry. I think we laid down a few ground rules. So we we said, we've always said from the beginning, you know, don't post links in the chat because we don't want people to just be going away. We don't want people to be using it as like a sort of self-promotion thing either. That's not what the live chat's for. Um, and just don't, oh, and another one is uh, no all caps. So if you're responding in the in the chat, not all capital letters where it looks like you're (laughs) shouting um so we have these like minor rules I guess you could say or guidelines um but we've never felt that you know we've never had to like kick anyone out of the event or anything like that which is I think you know coming into our fifth fifth time is is quite good going yeah for sure yeah yeah. Well, if you are listening and you would like to join Women in Language Lindsay, it's coming up really soon. <laughs> the dates, yep. again, for everyone listening is? It's the 4th to the 6th of March, which is a Friday to a Sunday. Book it out, long weekend. <laughs> You're going to want it. And time zone 
wise, there's some mm. good access for Aussie and Kiwi listeners too, isn't it? Because there's some. We've got some early ones, and the I think the Saturday in particular this year is like mega day. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's definitely um, some sessions. I think we have possibly at least two speakers joining us from Australia, I believe, um, on that Saturday morning. Um, so yeah, there's some, and then of course, as you say, we've got recordings. So for any that aren't Australia accessible, we do have the the catch up too. Or you could do a bec and stay up late. Or you could just, yeah, rock it out, grab snacks. It's the weekend (laughs) anyway. Like who's doing, what's anyone doing at 11 PM? I don't know. I'm, exactly. I'm on women in language. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm in the live chat. I'm sliding into the live chat at like 11 p.m. on Sunday night. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, well, you heard it here, everyone. Look out for Beck <laughs> on the 5th of March. <laughs> and the cool thing is, I'm sure you guys will be doing this again this year, but in the past, the schedule has always been noted in multiple time zones. Yeah, we're yeah. We've always yeah. been very conscious of that. Yeah. yeah. So it does mean that you don't have to necessarily go looking for your time zone. Nice. If you yes, you can <laughs> just use the the already prepared schedule, um, and it will let you know when it is that you need to be online. Yeah, well, we are super looking forward to it, and we can't wait. So we hope that you know other people will join us there next weekend as well, and the link to where you can find out more info and buy tickets and all of those things will be in the show notes. We can't wait. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can't wait either. I'm very excited. Well, thank you for joining us in another episode of Language Chats. As always, you can find us at languagelovers.com.au and you can also find us online at languagelovers.au on Instagram or languagelovers.au community on Facebook. And we will catch you in another fortnight. See you soon. See you next time. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks. Thanks.